I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078-800-535-6078-800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, Saturday mornings. With the Jim Valley, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern. And it's Tuesday here on this show. Man, you know what that means? NXT is tonight. We'll do the preview here in a while. But obviously, there's a lot of news. Yesterday, I I pretended to downplay the CM Punk news. But, of course, that was all anybody wanted to talk about yesterday. And we do have some updates today. So we'll give you those. And also, we got some updates on a lot of different things. We've got the collision ratings, the SmackDown ratings, the Rampage ratings. There's actually stuff to talk about with uh, two of those. Less so Rampage. Rampage is just doing what it's doing. But uh, we'll talk about that. And then, yes, Tony Khan was asked on a podcast, the Battleground podcast, if he had any comment involving CM Punk, Hangman Page, and others. If you'd like to guess what he said, you're welcome to do so. I'll tell you about that after a while. Update on Bray Wyatt. Uh, More comments from Tony Khan about running AW All-In and All-Out. Basically back-to-back on successive weekends. And, uh, of course, the Raw report from Monday night. And uh, really anything that you guys want to talk about here today regarding any of this. There's been been a lot of talk about a lot of different things. And uh, everyone's... You know, made their decisions or whatever. So, uh, you know, we could talk about it. So the text message line, if you'd like to send me a message here today, 425-780-7566 is the phone number. That is 425-780-7566. I am Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. And, uh, man, before this show, I was pounding out them cameos. You want a cameo? I've been having a lot of fun with those as always. And uh, cameo... Instagram and threads. I am F4W online. So grab a cameo today. You won't regret it. Just got a $25 tip a couple days ago for an ex- extremely uh, just fantastic cameo that I did, if I do say so myself. At Brian Alvarez on the X. Back in a moment, Observe Live. Have you ever noticed that when the afternoon light hits your floors, you can see everything, including dust? 
so much dust. And that floor dust gets kicked up into the air, compromising the quality of air you and your family breathe. Eesh. Swiffer Heavy Duty Sweeper is the fast and easy way to clean your floors with ultra-thick pads that trap and lock dust before it gets in the air. Just a couple minutes a day. And dust is gone. Swiffer Heavy Duty Sweeper. <sighs> Proud partner of the American Lung Association. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Hello, my name is Gwen Carr. I am the mother of Eric Garner. I urge you to oppose the ban on menthol cigarettes, the cigarettes preferred by over 80% of African Americans who choose to smoke. I do not encourage, support, or promote smoking. Banding menthol cigarettes will increase smuggling illegal, dangerous menthol cigarettes in black neighborhoods. When you ban products sold mostly in black communities but do not have the same ban in white communities, you invite more police into our communities. My family knows all too well what can happen when police enforce tobacco control laws. Black people have already paid too high a price for discriminatory laws. I urge you to oppose the menthol ban. Let's focus on education to reduce smoking. Sponsored by the Law Enforcement Action Partnership. Are you looking to sell your house? Call 1-800-SELL-FAST to request a free all-cash offer. We can buy your house in days, and you don't even have to clean or fix anything. There are no commissions or closing costs, no agents, no open houses, and no banks to deal with. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST or visit sellfast.com to request your cash offer. There's no obligation. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST. That's 1-800-735-5327. Or visit sellfast.com to get your free cash offer. SellFast is a home buyer referral service. Each office independently owned and operated. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. You know, a few people have made the point recently that are you aware that uh, AEW All-In is past the 80,000 ticket mark? But the only thing people are talking about is uh, CM Punk cutting a promo on Hangman. So the latest, everybody... The latest is that CM Punk basically claims that he was trying to be funny when he did that promo. He's trying to be funny. And then he said it and he realized, ah, that, that fell flat. And he felt really bad about it. I guess if it would have been funny, he wouldn't have felt bad about it. But he felt bad about it because oh. it wasn't funny. And so, uh, and so he said that he texted an apology to Hangman Page. Now... As noted yesterday at Observer Radio, I can confirm that he did, in fact, text an apology 
to Hangman Page. So that did happen. And uh, so that's where we are here today. And then, you know, yesterday, yesterday was all about, I mean, what we know. Here's what we actually know about this, okay? What we know is that Hangman wasn't there Saturday night. CM Punk cut a promo on the Hangman. He apologized via text to the Hangman. And there are a number of other people that cannot go to the Collision Show, including Ryan Nemeth, Christopher Daniels, Matt Hardy. I saw the name Isaiah Cassidy. That was one I didn't know about. And uh, and there are others that have never been booked for Collision. And they believe that they are not allowed on collision, but they've never been told that they haven't been allowed on collision. And I presume they just wait until they're told to be there, and then when they get there, they're told they can't be there anymore. And, you know, the the stories out of, uh, you know... And apparently, apparently, CM Punk specifically told Voices of Wrestling. Like, they said, this is from CM Punk. He claimed that, yes, I am responsible for Ryan Nemeth, and Chris Daniels not being at the show. But I am not responsible for Matt Hardy and uh, and I guess some others being at the show. And, um, you know, all, all we know is they're not allowed at the show. And, you know, it's very clear when you start talking to people that a lot of people are telling people a lot of different things. And, uh, and what's true and what's not true? Well, we just know that people aren't allowed to be there. Now, I will say this about the hangman thing. So, Punk is apparently claiming that he was not the one who said that Hangman Page could not be at the building. It was not his call, okay? Now, I did talk to people at AEW who said, you know what? That very well may be the case. And their theory was that after what happened that day with Ryan Nemeth, that Tony Khan may have just decided to make the call, listen, let's not have any more problems today. We'll just have Hangman do the promo from elsewhere. There are people that do believe that that is the case. Of course, there are also people that believe that Punk was responsible for him not being there, but there are people that admit, you know, we don't really know, and he might actually be telling the truth. Maybe Tony just decided, let's not have any issues. We won't have Hangman there. Now, there was a report, uh, I think it was from PW Insider, and the wording was something like, you know, Hangman was, was you know, he's going to do it in another location, but it had absolutely nothing to do with Punk. Now, how could it have nothing to do with Punk, okay? Even if we go with the idea that Punk didn't know that he was supposed to be there, and he wasn't responsible for him not being there, if if Tony Khan was the one who made the call... Well, he still made the call because he felt it would be better that Hangman and Punk were not in the building. So you can't say it had nothing to do with Punk. Well, maybe they You can say that Punk motif. himself had nothing to do with it. That you can say. But you can't say it had nothing to do with him. Because why would you why would you book someone to go to a building and then just completely randomly go, "Ah, you know, let's just do it from Starbucks. Well, we want a scenic background. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll find out on Wednesday what, what uh, you know, maybe he was at a lake. I don't know. But the the point is, I mean, anyway. You know the biggest issue with all of this, besides that people are sick of hearing about it? Well, I know what mine is, but go ahead. Well, the biggest issue is that, uh, you know, 
whatever Punk did or did not do, whatever he was or was not responsible for, whatever was or was not supposed to be a joke, like, forget all of that. This locker room is like, they are not happy right now. The, the morale, you know, Dave said, I think the morale was worse, um, you know, around the time of Brawl Out. But, you know, this would be the second. And I, I don't really know about that from, from talking to people regularly. I mean, it might actually be worse now. I mean, there's a lot of people that are just, they're so unhappy with Tony. Like, why is he allowing all of this to happen? You know, Matt, guys like Matt Hardy and Isaiah Cassidy, like, nobody has anything bad to say about these guys. And so they're very upset that, you know, they're told they can't go to a show or whatever. And, you know, morale is is in the, uh, you know, the toilet right now. And it's all because of everything that's going on. And you can defend your side or you can defend that side or whatever, whatever you want to do. However you want to tie yourself in knots about whatever side you like better. But the fact is, it doesn't matter what side you're on. The locker room is miserable because of all of this. And doesn't look like anything's going to be done anytime soon. I've seen nothing in that direction. Tony was asked about it. I mentioned this when the show started. Does anybody want to guess what Tony said when he was asked about the recent situation involving Punk, Hangman, and others on the Battleground podcast? Hmm. He said, nah, not really. I thought it was a great show Saturday night. I don't have any further comment to that. I'm glad people are still very interested in our wrestlers and what's happening after the wrestling shows. I think we'll try to have a couple great shows this week. But there's certainly been a lot of interest in what's happening in AEW, in and out of the ring. Remember to watch R- Rampage and Dynamite. Yeah, don't and forget to watch and, that, uh, yeah, that Rampage and Dynamite. Didn't have that in the end. But, you know, there's a lot of people that uh, aren't just unhappy, but they're just waiting. Like, they're just waiting well, for something bad to happen. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Look, we talked about this in June. You know, there were people that were like, oh, God, now we got to go through this again. He comes back, then... People are asking them, friends are asking them, reporters are asking them about their thoughts on the situation. And I don't I don't know, haven't taken a straw poll of the locker room to know if everyone's miserable or not. But I do know that some people are, let's just say, generally annoyed with the entire situation. So there is that. You know, as a fan of comedy, Brian, I mean, let's be honest here. If it was funny, it would have made it better. You know, may not have been, you know, the best thing to do. Actually, it, it honestly, the funniest better. thing he did on Collision was that SAG shirt. <laughs> well, that one he should be proud of. That's, that was a good is, one. Is Nemeth a part of uh, SAG? Well, be even better if, if that was the case. But look, the, the promo didn't need to be cut, whether it was actually funny or not. That's one of those ones where if you're just in the middle on this and you're just kind of observing everything... Did they have to, did he have to take that shot after? No, he absolutely didn't. And then it ends up blowing up in his face on the top of everything else that's coming out. So, you know, again, was not the best timed joke. Uh, it, obviously not the best content either, considering he ended up getting booed out of the building because of it. So I don't know if his text to uh, Hangman went through or, or how it was responded oh, it went through. to. But... It went through. <laughs> Hangman got it. Yeah, did he respond to it at all? I don't know if he responded to it, but he got no, it. Well, here's the thing. Publicly, he has it, and that's the one thing. 
even those people that if you keep wanting to bring it up, Brandon Cutler being a dunce in a lot of this, Omega and the Young Bucks coming back and doing spots, you know, everybody's muffin-eating gimmick that they've done at press conferences no matter what. Like, you just added to it. You just added flames to that against a guy who, unlike all those other guys, has not done or said a thing. I know people are looking at the wine glass that he had about karma and all that stuff on Instagram. Maybe that was tied in, maybe it wasn't, but that would have been, what, the first shot that Hangman has landed in all of this? So, again, I wouldn't be going after him if I was punk, because what, what is he going to give you? What it's going to give you is this commercial break, everybody. Back in a moment, Observer Live. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died or did it. Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Has someone in your family lost a job recently? And now you can't afford your mortgage payment. Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. 
That's 800-943-2153. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Collision on Saturday night. 476,000 viewers, which is up from the episode that went against SummerSlam. Third lowest audience of the nine. And it is the lowest of any episode that did not take place on the same day as a WWE pay-per-view. 11th on cable, point seventeen, eighteen to 49 they had several NFL preseason games airing on the NFL Network, which finished ahead of the show, as well as top-ranked boxing and the UFC. Lowest 18-49 to 49 for any collision episode that did not have WWE competition. And uh, Rampage the night before did a point fifteen, eighteen 18-49, 398,000 viewers. And uh, it was the third largest audience for the show since June 30th. Also some preseason football, et cetera, et cetera. SmackDown, uh, 2.1 million of viewers, uh, which was uh, due to preemptions in several markets due to local Fox stations carrying NFL preseason football. So in those markets, the show aired on tape delay or an alternate station. Still at a .55 in 18-49. And uh, even though they had a number of preemptions and the uh, the viewership was down, man, that Bloodline segment again. That thing was sky high. And uh, again, you know, that SummerSlam. And I even wrote an article about, for Sports Illustrated about it. That SummerSlam uh, Roman Reigns-Jey Uso match, man, that did not work out very well. But that did not run anyone off. They need a giant number for that segment. And uh, they're still uh, trucking along with the bloodline. And, uh, you know, both SmackDown and Collision, I mean, they, they faced a lot of competition. And I don't know if you've listened to this show or not. Some of you haven't, I've noticed, if I go on my Twitter. But uh, I have never once blamed CM Punk for these numbers. Not one time ever. And I am not blaming CM Punk for these numbers this week because there was strong competition and NFL preseason games. And uh, last week it was SummerSlam. And this fall it's only going to get worse. So it's not Punk's fault. I'm not blaming him. But, but, but maybe don't cut promos about how you crush everybody when it comes to drawing ratings. I mean, What? Well, that was the whole point of that promo, was it? I draw ratings. I move numbers. And he did that on a show that's going head-to-head with NFL preseason games, that went head-to-head with SummerSlam last week, and that this fall is going to be going head-to-head with all sorts of things, and the show is not going to do well. So maybe, I mean, there's plenty of other things that you can talk about, but uh, you're just going to... Mm-hmm. It's not yes. going to end well when you when you uh, 
you know. Well, they'll be able to ease into it at least, you know, coming up this weekend or I guess in a next weekend, week zero of the college football season begins. No, they're not pre-show matches, but uh, why they call it week zero, I have no idea. But there's really no matchups that are, you know, USC and San Jose State. There's not a whole lot going on. Vanderbilt in Hawaii, there's not a whole lot going on there. And then... You ease into the regular season, and the numbers that come up on September 2nd are going to be very, very interesting. Looking, trying to see if there's any key games going on at that time. Again, they get lucky in that there's not a big matchup taking place. West Virginia, Penn State on NBC, North Carolina and South Carolina on ABC. But the fact of the matter is, these are playing in big markets, and big markets are going to probably tune into games with big teams in them and big storylines and that's just going to be something they're going to have to deal with it's why it probably was never a good idea to brag about whatever ratings you're going to get on saturday because you never know what's going to happen you can be completely out of your control but everybody just gravitates to a ufc in this particular football game and x other event that happens to be taking place on saturday night and you're going to finish with three hundred ninety thousand viewers no matter what you do and there's going to be some weeks where it's working out in your favor and the competition isn't as bad and you're going to get you know close to 750,000 or whatever their their high water mark pretty much is for this show so again this is going to be very interesting to see what's important to WBD as well because what about the 18 to 49 number that's obviously going to take an absolute beating you know, during the season, do you factor in football with that? And, you know, where do you want to finish this week? It was 11th with all of that competition. What's it going to be when you have literally 60 football games, almost all of which are available via TV or streaming? This guy says punk is going to lose it when he hears these comments from Brian. Why? I don't say anything that you can find inflammatory unless you actually don't listen or you take it out of context or you see a clip that is not complete, okay? CM Punk has been doing this for, what, how long? 1999? I think he claims 97, but I don't know where he gets that number. But however long he's been doing it, it's been a long darn time, okay? And he's clearly a wrestling fan. And I don't think it's out of line to suggest that if you're going to cut a promo, maybe cut a promo on Samoa Joe or Ricky Starks or somebody that you are feuding with leading to a show in front of 80,000 people. That's out of line? It's out of line to suggest that maybe he shouldn't have cut a promo on Collision that involved none of those things. Which, by the way, admittedly, he apologized for. So I don't see what the problem is. Well, look, it was after the show. So, I mean, yeah, if he wants to cut a promo on whatever, that's fine. I don't, I don't Yeah, you know what happened in the that. 90s after the show? Austin came out and toasted with Vince and then stunned him. He didn't <laughs> well, sit there and cut a promo about ratings. They gave a nice tribute to Dennis Condry the week before, so there was that, you know. Again, it's just, uh, I don't, what was the benefit to yourself for cutting that promo what was the benefit for anything cutting that promo there really there really wasn't one 
And maybe that's what the apology is more for. And I'm sure there are people that are watching and listening that are saying that, yeah, it didn't land. He knows he was a putz about it. So that's the only reason he's apologizing. If it would have landed and everybody would have went, ooh, would he really be apologizing? Uh, I don't know. But we're literally talking talking about it anyway, because this is all anybody's talking about. Yeah, we're literally talking about a promo that wasn't on TV, says Lenny. I know you love AEW, but that's all anybody's been talking about for four days now. (laughs) In the company, out of the company. Company, on the internet that's the main thing people have been talking about and that's why we I should not talk about it it's irrelevant people, there's people that are going to be smacking around tony khan to continue to ask the question and you're going to be going you know he's not going to answer it stop asking the question but the reality is when all of this continues to swirl around your company yes you have every right with your privately held company to not talk about these things and there are some legal things of why you can't but the reality is you should probably be asked about these things because if you were any other ceo you know you'd be getting this if you were the gm or the player or the uh vice president of player operations in the nfl or any of that stuff you know you'd be getting questions about this on the daily so you know to act frustrated about it or to at some point not be happy that you're being asked these you know people probably should continue to pepper him with questions about this whether he chooses to answer them or not bray wyatt's father irs feels his son will be coming back to wwe soon he says, you read a lot of stuff on the internet, which I wouldn't believe a lot of, or in my case, any of. Bray Wyatt. The man's got a name, okay? I'm sure he will return to WWE hopefully shortly, and we will go from there. He has been gone since February due to an undisclosed illness for which he has yet to be medically cleared. I don't know what uh, what rumors Mike Rotundo is talking about on the internet, but I do I do love, because this happens all the time. This happens all the time. Somebody gets mad about stuff that is being reported on the internet, and they tell you not to believe any of it, and then invariably, sometime in the next six months, that person goes on a podcast, and they confirm everything that was reported on the internet, that someone else said, you shouldn't believe any of these rumors. Well, I mean, there's a lot of these rumors you shouldn't believe. You know, I don't know which ones he's talking about, specifically when it comes to his son, Wyndham Rotundo, uh, the the little shyster, uh, Bray Wyatt. But, you know, again, it's probably best not to dip your toe in a lot of that sort of stuff and just wait and see what happens. Tony Khan spoke about presenting All In and All Out so close together. They, of course, are back-to-back weekends. He told the Battleground podcast, we're going to find out how this goes. It's exciting yeah, to do he had it. all the answers today, It's didn't going he? to be the first time anybody has tried anything like this. Well, actually, WWE had that Tuesday in Texas, but I don't think that's to the level of this one yet. Well. And that didn't work out, by the way. No holds barred, brother. AW got our biggest show of all time coming up very soon, August 27th at Wembley. It's going to be a massive, massive event. I'm excited for the show. Particular, I have to say right now, the ticket sales are unprecedented. Biggest pro wrestling event in the history of Europe. No show in Europe has ever sold more tickets or had a bigger gross than this. One of the biggest wrestling events in the history of the world now. Taking place later this month, August 27th. Do not ask me about any of this. Go ahead and ask Dave. He can talk about it. You don't want to talk about Jim Londos? All in will be headlined by MJF, defending the world title against Adam Cole. And also opening the show in a tag match. For the Ring of Honor Tag Team Pals with Adam Cole. Back in a moment. Hey, you know what? We're going to talk about Raw! Observer Live.
can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. Jim Gaffigan here with some more straight talk. Let's take a moment to appreciate our sweet children, loving grandparents, and eternal soulmates. Now let's use them to save money on wireless. Because with the Straight Talk Silver Plan, you get four lines for just $25 a month with unlimited data and no contracts. So add those human pawns, I mean loved ones, and save money. Thanks, kids. They're finally worth it. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Get four lines on Silver Unlimited for $25 per line per month, plus taxes and fees. For data management practices and additional terms, visit straighttalk.com. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. I'm so happy to talk about Raw. Move on from this. This Raw was not very good, though. No. What can you do? Three hours long. Now, I will say that uh, they are, you know, it's funny is they're doing, they're doing everything right with the bloodline. It's the second hottest program in the company behind the bloodline. And uh, every week, it's something new. Every week, the people tune in. Every week, the people are into it. This time, Rhea, Dom, and Priest come out. And man, Priest is still upset about Finn Balor. This guy just needs to get on the same page with us. So out comes J.D. McDonough. 
who was friends with Finn, who Priest hates. And JD says, I'm here to send you, I'm here to give you a message from Finn. And that's, don't worry about me and Finn, just worry about Cody tonight. And now Rhea's angry. She says, we don't take orders from anyone, especially people that aren't part of the Judgment Day. And uh, Dom actually had a an excellent line when he goes, I am the North American champion. And you know what? I just found out that Canada is part of North America. So I guess I'm in charge of this dump as well. And Rhea says, JD, you go tell Finn we need to talk. And so Sami Zayn comes out, who has been cleared. His elbow is still messed up. It's not nearly as disgusting as last week. And they have Sami Zayn and JD McDonough. And uh, they had a good match. And uh, Sammy ends up getting his feet up on a moonsault. He drop kicks Finn outside, hits the kick in the corner, gets the pin. They go after Sammy afterwards. He bails. It's a good opener. I think that was pretty much it. Kind of downhill from there. They had the stupidest segment where Adam Pierce meets with Chelsea. And he's going to strip her of the titles because Sonia had surgery on a torn ACL. She's not going to be back forever. For a long time. Chelsea does not want to be stripped. She worked too hard for this. And so they're going back and forth. She's going to go to human resources. And Pierce finally says, bro, what do you want me to do? Like, what do you want me to do? Your partner's gone for months. And she says, I want to do Chelsea's Got Talent auditions to determine who should be my new partner to defend these titles with. So Caden and Katana come in. They want to talk to Adam Pierce, But they get jumped by Piper Niven. And Piper Niven walks up to Chelsea and she goes, you got a new partner. And Chelsea says, well, you know, I'm thinking of doing auditions. So, like, if you leave your name and number, I'll get back to you about when we're going to. And Piper grabs the belt. And she goes, no, you don't get it. I'm your new partner. And she walks off. They are now apparently the new tag team champions. I could give all of you 30 seconds to come up with a better idea of what to do with these tag team titles. And none of you will come up with something as stupid as this. Dance off? How about you just say, you're stripped, get a title, we're going to do a four-way, and whoever wins is the champion. Wait, if you're and stripped, somehow, you get a title, get a partner. Somehow, yeah, you're stripped of the title, so get a partner. You're in the four-way because obviously you were the champion. And if you guys win, you, you're the new, and then they win. And then they're the new champs. Then you don't have this stupid segment that doesn't make any sense. And there's 50 other good ideas, too, but (laughs) Cody did a promo. He's ready for. Shows you what they think about those belts. Weren't they doing this renewed push to, like, make women's tag teams and to start that? Well, listen, they were dealt a bad hand because Sonya tore her ACL, but, brother, I know it's fake and you could do anything, but that doesn't mean you have to do something stupid. Do another fake thing. To fix the problem. That's not stupid. So then Imperium comes out, and uh, man, golly, they talk for like an hour to set up Gable versus Giovanni Vinci. So they do the match, and uh, and Vinci just beats him and beats him and beats him and beats him and beats him. Come back, nope, beats him again. Come, nope, beats him again. And then finally, Chaos Theory suplex, he pins a guy. I'm like, dude, first off, you got beat by Gunther two weeks ago. Now they want to do a rematch, and you barely beat Giovanni Vinci, who never beats anybody. And then Gunther says, I challenge that freak Otis. And I got so excited. I thought, my God, Gunther and Otis, a dream match. They had the most nothing happening. 
match ever. And Gunther pinned him with a powerbomb. And then Gable sneaks in, gives Gunther one German, and runs for his life. And I thought, you gave that 30 minutes of television time between a long-ass promo and two matches. And at the end of the day, I could not possibly care about this match. And it's Gunther and Chad Gable. So this sucked. Because the whole thing has been played for yucks and laughs. Imagine with the talent level of those guys. Even That wasn't even the Otis. problem here. The problem was Shorty G can't even beat the other Shorty G, Baldy G. And then I know. Gunther beats what? I know. I know. To, to their credit, and I can't even believe I'm saying this. To their credit, clearly whatever changed where they decided to do Gunther versus Chad Gable for the title... I mean, maybe they just watched the match they had and were like, golly, that was a great match. Let's do it again. They're totally ignoring that Gunther did beat him. They yes. bring up beat the clock, but they're totally ignoring the other thing happened. They're hoping you forget. And they had to throw Maxine into this instead of just having an offshoot feud between Otis and Gable and Giovanni Vinci and Kaiser. Instead, we have Vinci being a loser again. We have Kaiser hitting on Maxine, and Otis doesn't like that, and it's like, Again, there were better ways, in my opinion, to do this one. We had uh, Priest and Finn having an argument, and then Drew's back, and he's asked what's next. And before he can answer, Riddle walks up. And essentially, Riddle has volunteered them as a new team against the Viking Raiders. And the whole story of this is Drew is selling it like, I can't wait to kill this guy. And so you're watching it, and literally the way they did the match, it's like Drew never got in for a long time. And it was all Riddle, all Riddle, all Riddle. And then finally, Riddle goes for the tag. And I'm sure everybody watching, including me, was like, you're about to get it, brother. And he does the tag. And Drew gets in and starts beating these dudes up. And they win. And then later, they do another segment where the New Day confronts them. And Riddle volunteers them for another match. And Drew's like, ah. So one of two things is happening. Either... Drew's turning on this guy at some point soon and going heel. And there would be a lot of opponents for him as a heel. Or they are doing like what they did after uh, Daniel Bryan left, where every babyface has to get the Daniel Bryan, the push that got him over that was supposed to bury him, but it actually got him over. So now they do the same thing with everybody else, saying that'll get everybody else over. It's possible that they're recreating RKO here, rated Drew's RKO. Who's the new Randy? Yeah, because when rated RKO began... It was actually exactly like Sammy the Bloodline. It was, okay, you know, we're going to put them together for three weeks, and then Randy's going to RKO this guy, and they're going to feud. But the fans loved it, and so they went with it. And now I think they might be recreating that, where they're making you think Drew wants nothing to do with this nerd. He's just going to kill him at his first opportunity. But Riddle starts to grow on him. And next thing you know, they're the World Tag Team Champions. So it's one or the other. And I guess we're going to find out which one it is. And if they if they actually do that, that would actually be a great setup for Ready to Return and actually RKO Riddle, which is coming at some point. I'm hey, sure. you may be able to jumpstart the Street Profits, too, depending on what direction you're going with them, if they're going to be baby faces or heels. Although I have a feeling, much like Bobby Lashley, people are not going to want to boo Montez Ford and, and, and Dawkins, but we'll see. We had uh, Rhea and Indy. Rhea just killed her. And then Candice attacks Rhea. 
and they double-teamed her and ran. So uh, maybe Candace can book an overseas tour next week, because otherwise she's in trouble. Then we had a Shinsuke Nakamura interview with Seth. And I've ever told you how much I hate this Seth Rollins character. Mm. Not Colby. He's, I'm sure he's a fine fella. But this Seth Rollins character sucks. Mm-hmm. And uh, Shinsuke comes out, and he's asked, you know, why'd you do what you did? And he does a long promo in Japanese and then says, I want the world title. Cole says, well, did you have to really kick him in the head? And Nakamura cuts another long promo in Japanese and just says, I'm going to win the world title. So then Seth's music hits. You know, Seth was screwed last week. He was tacked. He was violently jumped. He comes out dancing. Mm. And he's dancing. And he's singing. And he's so happy. Oh, my God. Help me. He gets in the ring. And then he didn't care at all. He's like, hey, you know, you want a shot? Let's do it. And so they shake hands because they're going to have a match. And then Nakamura gets in close and he whispers something. You don't know what he said. But Seth is gotten to. And he's very, very concerned. So we do not know what Shinsuke whispered to Seth Rollins. But it's got him nervous. What do you think he said? Then he jumped in with a Kinshasa. He goes, I'm going to shoot on you, brother. That's what he said. (laughs) Seth is like, golly, shoot, better go train. <laughs> Becky and Trish. You know, I hope I hope all of you that were crying that this wasn't on SummerSlam. If they would have done this match and this finish on SummerSlam, God. I don't want to say it would have sunk the entire show, but God. I don't think they would have did it. After all that. <laughs> and this, by the way, started in like March. Because it was in March that Dave said they're headlining, or they're going to be a, a big match at SummerSlam. And I was like, there's no way this is lasting at SummerSlam. Well, it lasted past SummerSlam. And after all that, they do a match. Trish is in her face mask. She can't even see anything. She's bonking into stuff. And then after 10 minutes, she just takes it off because she's healed. It's like, why didn't you do that earlier so you could at least have a good match? And then they got counted out. Well... Save it for the pay-per-view. It's called Payback. Wouldn't that make more sense anyway? Counted out of the ring. You had to have an ending. And then they announced it'll do a cage match next. Of course. Because nobody escapes a cage. Ever. Nobody gets involved in a cage match. No, no. Gunther yelled at Imperium. And then what saved the show for me was Cody Rhodes and Finn Balor. So they had a good match. I mean, the match is good. That was all fine. You know, good match. But, man, the finish of this was so great because they're doing the uh, the evil match. The House of Tortures out there, Dirty Dom, Randy Rhea, whatever you want to call her. <laughs> Who's who? And they're all, they got this gimmick. They got that gimmick. Cody's having to overcome this. He's having to overcome that. And then, finally, Dom slides a chair into the ring, and the ref grabs it, and he goes to get rid of the ring. And then Finn Balor is... Um, What's that called in football where you're going to go like this? A snapping the football yeah. hike? What is that? A hike. Okay. A hike. Yes. A okay. Hike. So Not Finn well. Balor's in the middle of the ring, and Cody is is like he's laid out behind him. And Finn gets in hike position, and he's like, slide me that briefcase, Priest. So Priest gets the briefcase, and he slides it. And because, you know, Finn's like in a half squat, 
the briefcase just slides right underneath him, and it slides right into Cody's hand. Excellent. And Finn Balor, he doesn't even follow it. He just keeps looking at Priest. It's like a cartoon. Like, he knows it went too far, and he knows Cody's got it. And he's like, gah! And and Priest, who who threw it, he sees it go underneath, and all of his face just goes... He's so disgusted that this idiot missed this slide. And, of course, Cody gets it. He clonks Finn Balor. He pins him. I watched this finish, like, 50 times. I have to wait for Dave to be ready, you know. I'm like, Dave, you ready to go? He goes, yeah, give me give me two minutes to set up. And then, like, 30 minutes later, he's ready to go. So I just kept watching this over and over, howling. They were so great. Professional and so, grown men. Great yeah, job. Cody got the pin, and then they beat them all up afterwards, and Sammy came down, and he got beat up, and they laid everybody out. Then the show went off the air, and you can find it on Twitter. You should see the, the off-air promo that Sami Zayn cut to the fans after the show. Something else. Back in a moment, Observer Live. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, 
Put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I just uh, retweeted that spot for everybody on my Twitter, at Brian Alvarez. (laughs) And yes, we do need a Best Spot Award in the Observer Awards for that one. I agree. agree. They should just name it after that. I don't know what you call that spot, but... uh... I don't know. I don't know. I saw the great Sasuke put himself in a barrel and fall off a ladder. I thought that was a, uh, you know, maybe we can name it after one of those spots. We really ought to have some sort of countdown on a slow day like that's ever going to happen about like the most memorable. A slow day. (laughs) I know. And or best Ah. spots in history. You know, things like that. Completely ridiculous things like that. Well. Speaking of completely ridiculous, tonight on the Brian and Vinny Show, WrestlingObserver.com, only for subscribers. It'll be myself and Vinny, Craig, Sean, and Granny. We've got the polka contest. We're making a new Granny theme song that we can play on YouTube. Granny polka. A minute or less. Has to be a polka song. Don't get us dinged on YouTube. Winner's going to get a prize. Roll out the barrels, baby. And then it is uh, 21 years ago this week, the August 16th. 2002 edition of NWA TNA. I will not spoil what I think of the Dup Cup, but you can find out tonight. Brian was was, 30 it, years was old it better than last week? Was it worse? We will find out. But I will say, uh, the opener on the NWA TNA show was awesome. Which actually makes the whole show even more infuriating because you see the talented guys they actually have working there and how, like... They make the worst of everybody. But, uh, man, we're talking about Nick Wayne. Like, has there ever been as good as that kid when he was uh, 16? I still think the answer is no. But, man, go watch Amazing Red at 18. Oh, my God. I didn't appreciate him enough at the time. He's unbelievable. But more tonight at WrestlingObserver.com. We'll talk to you next time Wrestling Observer Live.